Better, smarter, faster. The neural network needed to power the digital ecosystem of healthcare is poised to transform care both inside and outside of hospital walls in traditional care settings. Meaningful data analytics positioned in real time to drive better diagnostics, intelligent operations, seamless care coordination, and integrated telehealth. This is the future of connected healthcare. We talk to the experts about transformational roadmaps for this evolving landscape, what's working, what's needed, and how we get there together. Welcome to Healthcare On Air, presented by Verizon. Hey there, welcome back to Healthcare on Air by Verizon. We're going to jump into part two of our discussion on consumer health engagement with Karen Finger of Verizon's Healthcare Practice and Jeff Bennett, CEO of Higgy. If you didn't see part one, I'd encourage you to pause now, go watch part one and come back for part two. Thanks for joining us. Karen, can you um, can you share how Verizon is supporting um, this uh, model? What are, what are we doing to layer into that? And um, I know that is everything from, you know, just core connectivity and, and you mentioned blue jeans, Jeff, but we're also exploring some other things around on um, uh, omnichannel uh, CX and, you know, how we, you know, support that patient experience. But what your thoughts on how Verizon is um, partnering with Higgy and where we're bringing value to the table would be great. Sure, absolutely. And and just a couple of follow up comments on the, the digital front door piece and what great looks like before I answer that part. But and it, it, it all interrelates, but um you know, from a, uh, as we uh, again talk to our healthcare, you know, various healthcare stakeholders, whether they're, they're providers, payers, uh, mainly the providers are thinking about, you know, continuity of care. And I come from it a little bit of a bias towards the providers. Um, since uh, both my parents, my father was internal medicine and cardiology, my mother was clinical psychologist. So I have kind of the head and the heart both, both covered, but I, I saw how they really cared for their patients, their patient population. And, um, you know, I, I thought about, you know, how do you scale that type of care, right? How, how do you bring more of that type of care uh, out to uh, consumers and members and, and, and patients? And how do you, one of the things, a lot of conversations that I was, you know, privy to around the dinner table is, you know, continuity of care and all these other competing forces in the market, you know, have the potential they're all great and it's all good and they all have a role to play, but you know, it, it's also, we need to think about how do we maintain that continuity? And part of that is through that, you know, digital front door and connecting the providers with the consumers through uh, any, you know, basically in a personalized fashion for the consumer to, and delivering that care to the, to the right place, to the right person at the right time. Um, at, at any time, really. And that's what I was so uh, intrigued by what Jeff and Higgy were doing um, as I got to know and, and dig deeper into their platform. They've really covered really both the state, the health station itself, right, at a physical point, because not everybody, not every person, especially as you get into some more of the underserved, more challenging communities, have access to the right technology uh, on their mobile phone or the tech in their home, and that they're going to these different places of trust, whether it's a um, YMCA or a church or a synagogue or their employer, right? So, melding all that together um, uh, in a 
secure way. You know, Jeff mentioned trust is very important. So one of the aspects that Verizon brings to the table also is, you know, enabling security around a private, connected health ecosystem and building that platform so that it's trust. If 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 there's a breach, you start losing, you know, consumer and patient trust, which is a big you know, factor when you start rolling out all these digital health programs, uh, people are reluctant to give up their data or they don't know who's looking at their data. So, you know, brand is everything. So we want to keep that trust. So that's one area that, you know, Verizon can play a big role. Um, what we're working with Higgy on right now is, you know, the next generation station. And uh, when Jeff and I first started talking, he right out of the gate said, you know, we're, when I said, you know, what's next for you all? How are you going to keep these stations relevant as things move more into the home? And talked about, you know, building these 5G enabled health stations, right? So we're, we're looking at to connect those, either 4G or 5G, depending on the need. Um, so the connectivity, helping uh, uh, make that more reliable, consistent, secure, managing and monitoring as well as integrating the Blue Jeans, our telehealth platform, our virtual care platform, as well as the back end piece now to create an on-demand telemedicine experience. Um, again, so a patient or member or consumer at the station or from the home, depending on how they want to be seen and when they want to be seen, um, be able to deliver that care either on demand or scheduled. That all requires, you know, some fairly complex, you know, call routing capabilities on the back end. So we're working through that um, uh, now, as a matter of fact, for kind of as we evolve the platform. And then also, as we work with different health systems, there's interest in looking at, this is further down the road, but yeah, how do we scale up in capabilities with advanced telemedicine capabilities? How can we leverage these stations? And so what we want to build is really a future-proof platform where you can scale up in more advanced uh, medical, you know, medical diagnostic capabilities, um, as well as scale across and put these really aspirationally everywhere we can put them, right? To extend those points of care out into the community. Yep. That's great. So let's put some story in the story, Jeff. I know you have some great examples, use cases. I know uh, you have a pretty powerful story about uh, the impact of uh, Higgy Station and, and your model in um, homeless shelters, for example. Um, what are some examples of how uh, you've brought this into um, places where health has traditionally not had a reach? Um, and and had measurable impact on patient health and patient health outcomes as a result. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll share that story um, in a second in terms of the, the homeless shelter because I think it, it tells the story really well. But I think a big piece of this as we look at trying to address health equities and bring this into places where there's limited access, I think the first thing is technology alone will not solve the problem. You have to find people that have already built right. the trust in the community that are already doing the work. The communities already know their problems, they, they just need the tools and the resources to actually bring them to light. So I think a, a big part of our focus when we do this is to work with organizations that are invested in the communities, not investing, but have invested already, and then we can actually work with yeah. them to do that. So in Chicago, uh, we did that with uh, with an, uh, a large health system, Rush University Medical Center, who's uh, based on the west side of Chicago and the west side. Um, they're they're in a community that is very underserved, uh, even though they're one of the leading academic medical centers in the country. 
Uh, so they've made a lot of yeah. investments um, with other organizations to address that. Uh, and one of the places where we placed a station was uh, the homeless shelter, the Franciscan House. Uh, and what happened uh, in that situation is we, we placed the station there because um, there's a significant hypertension issue. There's, uh, it, you know, across the country, uh, we needed to screen more people and educate more people on the impacts of, of hypertension and uh, high blood pressure. Um, so instead of building another clinic or instead of building a hospital or hiring more doctors, what we did was we leveraged a platform that allowed for the person that checked you in and gave you a warm meal in a bed to sit the, the person down, uh, allow them to screen. And what we identified in the first couple of months of doing this is about 9% of the people screened had a reading that would indicate risk for hypertensive crisis. Again, only a doctor can diagnose you with hypertensive crisis. So we're not saying that they had hypertensive crisis, but they had a very high blood pressure reading. Uh, so that information went to Rush um, in terms of uh, informing them that there was a patient that had a high reading. Uh, they would send a medical professional to um, to the, the center, um, which they had clinics every, I think every Tuesday at the center. So they had someone that was you know, regularly at the location. They would actually uh, engage with the individual, educate them on the impact of you know, they, they actually take their blood pressure with their own own devices right in a private room and they ensure that they had that issue um, and then they would talk to them about the ability to take medicines that would lower that blood pressure. Within nine months, we moved that number from 9% to 1% of the population. So in a uh, community which is one of the most underserved communities in Chicago with a population which is a homeless population which has significant health equities issues because they're homeless, they don't have food, they have all kinds of other, they don't have good healthcare access or yeah. things of that nature. We moved a population from four times our national average of hypertensive crisis readings to half the national average. Um, and that happened not because of, of you know what one organization did, it happened because of coordination between Rush who invested in the community, the homeless shelter who has built trust with that homeless population and a platform that connected those two individuals together, along with the patient, uh, the consumer, to to screen them, identify the issues, and then get them to the appropriate care. So uh, that, that's a, a, a simple sort of uh, summary of, of a lot of work that was put together in, uh, by them over years, and we just came in for you know uh, to, to provide that that glue between those two organizations in a community that needed it. But we're also doing that with other health systems and libraries. Um, uh, in you know, public housing, YMCA's, churches, FQHCs, senior community centers. Those are all locations that have significant trust that, uh, built within the community. And what it comes down to is um, uh, you know, giving them the resources and the tools to you know, enable them to get the screening and then make sure that there's someone to take action after that when we find an issue. And that's kind of a summary of what we, we did in that one situation. Jeff, what I'm hearing you say is that this is a multi-stakeholder proposition, that it is, um, it, it's really about um, raising all boats. And when you pull uh, the right health system, uh, social services organizations, technology innovators like Higgy, technology enablers like Verizon, when all of those folks come to the table and bring our strengths to the table uh, and, and, and solution together, uh, that's when we're going to, you know, create the greatest impact on, on patients and patient outcomes. I want to pivot back to something you said earlier, Karen, when you were talking about the benefits to providers at the beginning, uh, and that some of the concerns that you were hearing when you were talking to health system 
uh, executives and providers was around, you know, acquisition, pay, patient acquisition. It is important um, to, uh, you know, continue to create avenues for patients to, to step into the system, be cared for, become part of that continuity of care record and plan. Um, how do we, you know, Verizon and Higgy together, how, how do we align best with health systems to address uh, a the disruptors uh, that they're facing right now, uh, drive that continuity of care, and then support the need for sustainable revenue streams. Some of which we've seen take huge hits during the pandemic. We come to we could talk about elective surgeries and all of those things, but you know certainly they're looking at um, a, a, about streamlining this. Um, your thoughts on how we can support health systems and some of those provider goals that you talked about in the beginning. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, that is a big, complex question and probably a whole other podcast. But um, yes, yeah, is, is you know, and, and Verizon, you know, we, we touch a lot of the health systems, right? So we're having a lot of conversations with with providers. And, um, you know, the, the big conversation is, right, they, there is a lot of disruption. Um, there's a lot of new competitive offerings out there in the marketplace. Um, and, and so we need, we all need to, and we're agnostic, right? I mean, we want to, we enable all of it and there's a place for all of it. So as we think about, you know, how do we optimize again, the care, you know, at the right time, at the right place through that, you know, Higgy digital, Higgy Verizon enabled, you know, digital front door. And so for providers, it's, you know, around how do they reach, how do they extend their services out into the communities? And then which services really, you know, do they want to extend? So which service lines, which which um, patients, right, are the best fit for them versus could be handled maybe perhaps at another type of um, uh, uh, care platform, if you will. And really optimizing that uh, uh, channel. So, you know, providers are, 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 there's a big short, you know, clinical shortage, as we all know. Uh, it's a it's a big burden in the marketplace for for providers right now. So how do we, even as part of the, the HIGI workflow, right, how do we even further optimize some of that workflow, um, that funnel, if you will, uh, and then navigate patients, you know, to the right point of care, uh, whether it's primary care, specialty, uh, pharmacist, et cetera. How do we get them into the ecosystem, get them into the provider ecosystem? That provider then has more sustainability, you know, uh, uh, around, um, especially in the rural, rural providers, right? How do we help enable them to deliver care, uh, even things around, uh, and, and this is something, you know, Verizon is getting more and more into around uh, leveraging um, offerings around, uh, you know, leveraging virtual care for mental health and pain management, right? Th those can be additional revenue streams for providers, right, and to extend care out to the communities. So um, it's really all about that, I guess, a, 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 a alignment and, and, and enablement. You know, we kind of say to the providers, you bring the clinical, we'll bring the technology enablement. And then what, you know, what use cases and solutions do you want to build out? We'll help you enable those. Um, and together, you know, there's not a, most providers that we talk with, um, 
you know, they're coming up even sometimes with their own ideas and use cases around the Higgy platform. So there's there's interest. Uh, we're, we're just seeing a lot of interest in, in creative ways to, to, to leverage it. Because I think you hear you hear the phrase decentralized care, and and there might be the assumption that you know, we're, we're talking about care moving out of and away from uh, hospitals and health systems and providers, and take you know sort of taking care out of out of that uh, ecosystem. But we're really talking about an extended care ecosystem where solutions like Higgy's Jeff, I think, ha- have a lot of potential to take burden off of the system. Um, and actually augment, um, you know, because on the one hand, we're hearing we have a critical physician and clinical team shortage, right? They, they're having to do increasingly more with less from a resources perspective and um, a staffing perspective. And yet they do need to sustain their acquisition models and their revenue streams and continue to build their practices and their lines of service. I think that a Higgy model, Jeff, is something that does both for the system and in the right, um, you know, with the right patients and the right streams. Thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, I think you summarize it well. I mean, it's going to extend their access outside of their health system to meet the individual where they are. Uh, it's going to take burden off the clinician for, for low acuity issues. We're going to move people to the appropriate side of care. So people aren't using the ER for their, their primary care access. Uh, it allows them to go to employers and try contract with employers to uh, to build new business lines um, or maybe take deals with with Medicare managed plans through ACOs um, and others sorts to to manage risk. So it's kind of a, a bridge to uh, extending access today under the right. traditional models to to moving towards that that risk based model that we think we're all going towards this value based model where they can say, now I have the tools and resources in the community, in the home, that I can really understand what's happening with the patient when they're not in my hospital, when they're not in my doctor's office, and I'm ready to go take risk. So it's yeah. really that uh, uh, that that bridge or that, that pathway from where we are today to where I think we're going in the future. I think that's the perfect uh, ending point for uh, this discussion. Uh, and we'll leave it with that thought, a bridge to where healthcare is going. And Higgy is certainly doing that. And we're excited to work with you guys. I appreciate both of you being on the podcast today. Look forward to seeing you both at Hims. As a reminder to our audience, come by Verizon booth 4048 on the Hims show floor. If you're going to be there uh, in a couple of weeks, we'd love to take you over to a Higgy station, get you talking to that team. Uh, as well as some of our other uh, great demos and simulations will be on site there. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. That's it for today. Thanks for joining us. You can subscribe to this podcast through Apple, Google, or Spotify, or find us at verizon.com forward slash healthcare.